What's up? We're talking about demons today. And the last time we talked about this, the demon I was talking to told me that Liv wasn't interested in talking about this. Very true. Very, very, very true. Because I did the research, but, you know, it's demons. Emily likes to talk to demons. So I don't, I don't, I like Beezlebub. He's a fun dude. From Uh accounting, Beezlebub at the holiday party. He knows Uh your secrets. He's like Santa Claus, but the opposite. Anyways, this is Metapsychics. If you're new, I'm Liv. This is M. M. Say hi. No. And we're your sidekicks. Your sidekicks to all things metaphysical. As psychic mediums, twin flames, and metaphysical comedians, we're going to talk about demons today. That isn't clear enough already. (laughs) You got anything to say before we start talking more about demons? No, I already said it. Okay, let's get into it. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. So there's a couple different definitions of demons. Demons. And uh, the spiritual one is a malevolent a malevolent there we go supernatural entity or a forceful fierce or skilled for skill for i can't talk lately like literally the past two days it's been horrible don't know why okay or a forceful fierce or skillful performer of a specified activity like myself i'm a demon of a medium (laughs) come on that's funny no still the same one Yes. I really need to put sticky notes on those or something. No, don't. Em likes to be surprised. I do not. It makes it funnier. <laughs> Come on, that was a good joke. I don't understand the joke. Too autistic for that. It's like when people are like, they're a demon at it. their job. I don't get it. <laughs> they're a speed demon. You know what I'm saying? Like they like speed. They're skillful at driving. Like a NASCAR person. I still don't get it. (laughs) Ricky Bobby could be a demon of the raceway. Mm -hmm. We're demons of the podcast. I still don't get it. Scene. (laughs) Okay. However, however, yeah, God, words are hard for me. However, the literal meaning instead of the spiritual definition is, quote, a source or agent of evil, distress, or ruin, which I could also be a demon of. (laughs) Like yeah. cleaning dust bunnies. I'm a demon to the dust bunnies. Okay. Okay. I still don't get it. I don't know why you keep trying to make the joke. <laughs> well, because you could use the word demon in different ways. It's just like the word fuck, you know? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> you could use that word in like many different ways. It's an adjective, a verb, an adverb. The towel. <laughs> I don't think demon could be like a verb, but it's an adjective or an adverb. Because he's a demon at typewriting. 
Are you going to give me a grammar lesson or are you going to talk about demons? You're not getting the joke, so I have to explain it. Yeah, I'm not going to get it. <laughs> I can't talk for the past couple days and no one laughs at my I jokes. understand it, but I also don't understand how it's funny, though. <laughs> it's funny. Okay. Anyways. It's like being spelled that. I don't understand. <laughs> So there are a, a classification for demons, which is what I wanted to focus on on this episode, because I'm sure there's a lot of people out here that, well, M wanted to talk about when we made the YouTube video that a lot of people in the religious, spiritual community of some certain subject section like to say that we talk to demons because we say that we're mediums and that the only thing we talk to is demons. And now for this episode, we actually are talking to demons. So... You're welcome. Was that the button you meant? No, it is not. <laughs> I was like, that was an odd selection. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's the only button you know what does. Yeah. Yeah. It's because we're talking about demons. Can't say words, can't push buttons. Gonna fall apart. It's fine. That's why I'm wearing yellow today. Demons are good at speaking though. And I am not. They're taking all of my linguistic capabilities. We literally talked to Satan or whatever being is is referred to the word Satan because I don't know if it's actually a conscious being. Did we talk to Satan or did we? I thought we've always only talked to Bezelbob. We just filmed demons. Yeah. You were there. It was yeah. last week. I told you to talk to Satan and this big cloud formed in the middle of our room and basically talked in puzzle time. <laughs> Wait, is that the one that is good at the one that does communication? No, I'm just saying. You were telling me that the words go into the ground and whatever, but literally Satan sounds like when people talk about talking in tongues. Oh, I didn't know it was Satan. I, you were just like, talk to this demon that's been following me. And I was like, he says he deals Not with that words. guy. Oh, I don't remember Satan. Yeah, I literally was like, talk to Satan. And you told me, oh, it sounds like Latin. I don't remember that at all. It was a week ago. <laughs> okay, so... I don't know a lot about demons and I'm sure that people that do know about demons and don't know about demons are going to have opinions about it, which is why it's, it's funny. So I want to talk about the classifications of demons, but it's complicated because there's many different classifications that you can put these spunky little entities into. And it all depends on the person who created the classification itself, the era in which the classification of the demons was created and other things such as the demons purpose or the lists purpose. So it's kind of weird, um, which I'm trying to just say, like, there is no rules. You're going to think there's rules and there's going to be people that are like, there are rules. But I honestly don't think there's rules. And that's exactly how the demons like it. There's no rules. Oh, well, I feel like they're classified like angels because they are angels. Some of them like to think that they're cla classified like angels. Again, it depends on the person who's talking. Some other people think that you can I'm classify demons not on their rank, but you can classify them on what they do and how they interact with the world. You can also classify them based on where in the world they did like to hang out, like a bar or like your mom's house. You know what I'm saying? So there's lots of different ways that people classify them. They'll also classify them on ways in which to exercise them, exorcise, also medicinal things. Like if someone's sick, they're like, that's the demon of sickness. You got to exorcise him. And then it's like, wait, which book do we use? The one that classifies him that he makes people sick or the one that you use to exorcise him? And they're like, no, it's the one in which you rank him based on the angel. That's the opposite of him in the classroom. So it gets very confusing. Mm -hmm. 
You see what I'm saying? No. I okay. still think they should be classified as angels. But people don't think that humans are angels, so. Yeah, but it depends on, I mean, you could do that. But that was, that's if you're classifying them based on a religion. Because some some demons aren't even from a Christian or Catholic religion. So there could actually be demons that are like pagan. I mean, I guess, but also I don't know that the ranks of angels is like brought to us by Catholicism or Christianity. <laughs> That's not something they teach you at Catholic school. This just in, demons brought to you by Catholicism. That's something they teach you in D&D school. Like, I don't, <laughs> I don't know what D&D. you're talking about. <laughs> D&D? Like Dungeons and Dragons? Yeah. There's a school for that? I hope so. Oh, God. <laughs> but that's, that's, that's where that shit comes from. Not fucking Catholic school. I Wait, what doesn't come from Catholic school? The ranks of angels that I told you last when we were doing angels. I thought that comes from Catholicism. They don't teach you that. Oh. You don't like open a Bible and here's like, oh, here's the classifications of angels. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> most of, well, no, but most of the people that did classifications, like the early classifications of the demons that we're going to talk about, like the big, what is it, seven or something? I don't know, because there's like seven circles of hell. Yeah, because they talk about certain demons in there. Just yeah. Just like they talk about certain angels. Yeah, but, but they just say, oh, it's an archangel. Most of the people that created the early classifications of demons or demons, however one we want to talk about it, are... They, they're, really, they're literally like, we're Catholic and we're going to make this for you. You're welcome. We're saving you. So okay. <laughs> they're all mostly outwardly presenting and proud of the fact that they were Catholic and made these things. So I find it almost counterintuitive, but also like you got to know your enemies to be your enemy. Dun dun. You know what I'm saying? Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands. And are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Okay, so classifications. It's complicated. They do a lot of different things depending on how they want to do it. So the purposes of these classifications ranged from traditional medicines. Can't talk. Talk to Satan. You're blocking it out. He'll help you. You talk some apostle tongue. The purposes of these classifications ranged from traditional medicine, exorcisms, ceremonial magic, witch hunts, lessons in morality, folklore, religious rituals, or combination of all of those things. The classifications might also be according to astrological connections, elemental forms of the demons, noble titles, or parallels to the angelic hierarchy. Like you're saying, they're like, the opposite of Michael is going to be someone else because in the classroom, 
in the anime where the demons and angels go to school in my head, one sits on one side of the classroom by the window and the other one sits on the other side. One of them listens to like Mariah Carey and the other one listens to like My Chemical Romance. And every time they stare at each other, it's like that filter from TikTok where it's like, and then like the little like glints in their eyes are like, you are my rival. I will defeat you. That's how it goes in my head. Anyways, um, or the classifications might also be according to association with particular sins, diseases, or other calamities, or again, by what angel or state opposes them, i.e. sitting in opposite sides of the classroom. The classifications can also be made by location too. These are called like dominions, I think is where they talk about it, or domains. That's what it is. Domains. Dominions are class of angels which is hilarious so domains is also where they can be classified as well too so it's a lot it's like uh do you want to combine all of the previously mentioned things to make an organizational list of the demons that exist or do you want to pick the location of where they rule causing mischief like offices they're like here's Beezlebub from accounting Michael Archangel is over in like the CFO office. He's also a part of accounting, but he's the CFO. And then but they're Michael's like, an angel. I know. That's why they're in opposite areas. Oh. Beezlebub would be in accounting. Just the department itself. Fucking with people. Mm-hmm. Like doing butt cheeks on the, the Xerox machine. And then Michael's <laughs> like, can you please stop putting your cheeks on our expense reports, please? And he's like, no, I cannot. Please stop. So... <laughs> Anyways, still can't hear myself. Um, Marco, Polo, Marco, Polo. Okay. Having a lot of problems. So many of the authors of the classifications of demons identified as Christian, which is fun. I think it's interesting. And they're also not the only ones to have published classifications of demons on the subject, but most of them, according to Wikipedia have a Christian or Catholic identity. So I also wanted to do the history and lore of them, but there's a lot of them. So I just wanted to start with like the main seven, which is also confusing because each of these demons in this sort of seven circles of hell are supposed to be associated with a certain sin. No, I think it's the seven deadly sins. I think there's nine levels of hell. Ah. But that's also not a Catholic thing. It's Dante's Inferno. What is Dante's Inferno? Oh my god! It sounds like a heavy metal band. I can't explain it to you. It sounds like a heavy metal band. I think it's a book. Okay. I like how you know nothing about it. Not at all. That is just like a common knowledge type of thing. I didn't go to Catholic school. It's not a Catholic thing, is what I just said. Went to public school. It's a not a Catholic thing. Not a religious thing. Who? Well, like mythology. Dante's Inferno. Dante, I don't fucking know. (laughs) We'll have to figure out who wrote it. So (laughs) I wanted to talk about the first demons because apparently Wikipedia says there's the first demons and the first demons are Beelzebub in accounting, Lucifer and Leviathan. And they were all supposedly angels who fell from heaven resulting in uh, calamities because I'm sure if you fell from heaven, you'd at least break your knees. So they're really starting off on the right foot. Wow, I actually hit the right button now. I did. I thought about it really hard. (laughs) Why, there was a long pause. So if we're going to go that route of the first three demons to have fallen from heaven, let's start with uh, the Catholic demons that follow the seven lovely sins. And these seven demons are attributed to John Wycliffe, 
or Wycliffe. I don't know how you want to say it. And his classification of demons, which is called the Lantern of Light. So the first one, according to John Wycliffe, who is Catholic, yes, he says that there's the seven demons. And the first one is Lucifer, and Lucifer deals with pride. Then you have the second one, who's Beelzebub, Beelzebub, who deals with envy. Then you have Satan, or his long drawn out name, which is Sathanas, and he deals with wrath. Then you have the fourth demon, who is Abaddon, or Abaddon, and he deals with sloth. The fifth one is Mammon, and he deals with greed. The sixth one is Belphegor, who deals with gluttony. And the seventh one is Asmodeus, who deals with lust. So, Amadeus. Amadeus, Amadeus. Sorry, it's Asmodeus, I guess. Amadeus. <laughs> I mean, you could do that, but that would be like Amadeus Wolfgang Moth. Like Beelzebub. Mozart? Beelzebub. Amadeus. A S M O D E U S. Asmodeus. Amadeus. It's very different. That's how people say his name. Very, I don't know. I think Beelzebub instead of Beelzebub. Beelzebub. Amadeus. There's only two I know. And Lucifer. Interesting. But what annoys me is uh, this is just a, these are the seven demons that are associated with their sin, right? The seven deadly sins. And this is according to John Wycliffe and his lantern of light classification of demons. However, if you look on other sources on the in- internet, they mess all the sins up. Like Abaddon is sometimes uh, associated with like gluttony. And then Asmodeus is associated with envy. And I'm like, that is not what this person says. So it's very confusing on who's right and who's wrong. And I really don't think anyone's actually entirely right or entirely wrong. And that's why I'm here because once I get done talking about all this stuff, she's going to give you the scoop on the demons because she's going to talk to demons. You're actually going to interview me this time. Were you going to quiver in the corner? <laughs> I mean, I'm already in the corner, so it's fine. So you could move uh, four feet back. What? You could move probably four feet back. To be in the actual corner? Mm-hmm. Ah, got it. So there's also a King James classification of demons. And that book actually came out a few, few years before the publication of the King James Bible. And in his dissertation, he titled it Demonology, but it's Daemonology. And it was first published in 1597. And this book, this King James Daemonology, first edition, 1597, is the one that said that it classified demons as spirits that aren't in heaven. And that is where nowadays we get the perception of mediums who are only talking to demons. Makes a lot of sense. Because I never understood why people thought mediums were talking well, to demons. people told us that. I know. And it wasn't until somebody told us that they thought that us saying that we're talking to human souls means that they're not in heaven. And since they're not in heaven or welcomed to the kingdom of God, they're therefore demons. And I'm like, no, we're talking to only souls that are in heaven. That's it. They're, it does, like, it's like a revolving glass door or like- Oh, we're talking to more things than just in heaven. Well, no, I'm talking I... to demons, <laughs> <laughs> or at least your perception of heaven. Because, like I said, the idea of what people think is heaven is not what heaven is. We have a heaven and hell podcast. You guys should go check that out. But yeah. it's just I didn't understand why people thought that. Why they thought we only talk to demons, and I'm like, no, this is literally Great Aunt Betty. I don't understand why you think she's yeah. a demon. People in a TikTok told us it's because people perceive them to be in heaven, and so they're busy doing heaven things, and they think it's separate from us. <laughs> yes, but separation is an illusion. 
this book, this classification of daemons by King James in 1597 is the reason people think that. That's fun. Which annoys me. So I just, people said it, but I didn't know where it came from. So I get it. So again, I told you I was going to write about the hierarchy, but there's a lot of controversy when it comes to organizing demons in a sort of order. So I'm just going to name the ones I found and you can judge and be the jury of their hierarchy. But please just know that D&D campaign. (laughs) Please just know that we're not going to call it a demonic hierarchy or a demon hierarchy or any sort of hierarchy because there was one person on the internet that literally called it a diabolarchy. And that is the only thing I want any sort of rank classification of demons to ever be referred to as a diabolarchy. I'm going to have a memoir and it's going to be called diabolarchy, a memoir of Olivia, the medium. But she doesn't know what Dante's Inferno is. I don't have to know what it is. Everybody knows what it is. I don't know what it is and I don't care. Mm -hmm. So there. (laughs) Uh, All right. So we have Damon's And uh, this is the only difference that I could find on the internet between the word demons, which is spelled differently than the word daemons, because one has an A before the E and the other one doesn't. That's as far as I'm going to go because Emily doesn't like when I spell at her. (laughs) So the only difference between demons and daemons or the two different spellings of the words is that daemons are the good demons who dwell above the ground and are a donor of wealth to the mortals or they help them out. They're angels. But, you know. <laughs> They're well, the know. first triad of angels. Which makes so much sense because, because... They're for the people. For the people. But I don't think they're good demons necessarily. They're just demons. I don't know. I just think it's like Lucifer, Leviathan, and Satan, and like Beelzebub, Beelzebub, who I, whatever you want to say. But, I mean, they fell from heaven, right? So if they're the ones that are on the moral grounds helping people makes a lot of sense to me well i don't think they fell i mean they they're just they got pushed they broke their knees (laughs) sorry the the universe likes balance so you have light angels and dark angels so is that why people think that demons just walk around and they're like hey kid you want to sell your soul to me for a nickel and they're sure wowzers what what is the question? Well, people think demons just like walk around and are like hey because they think they fell from the sky which is heaven Okay. Okay. I also What's fell the from question? the sky, but people don't think I'm a demon. Usually no, you when a guy born. walks up to me, no, no, no. Usually when a guy walks up to me, he's like, did you fall from heaven or are you an angel? And I'm like, angels don't fall from heaven. Joke's on you. But I've oh, always been you told You were trying to I- tell a joke. I was like, that's the difference. You were born. A demon fell. <laughs> it was never born. That's why people are like, oh my God, you never lived. <laughs> I'm so confused. I know you have no idea what's going on. Now you like don't understand how you don't know like pop culture things. Well, it's just funny. People use that as like a pickup line. But I mean, if you're talking about it. In yeah, a, technically you would be a fallen angel. Like you'd be a, a demon. reject from heaven. <laughs> Did you just call me a reject? I mean, I'm not using the pickup line. <laughs> <laughs> I crawled out of hell. That's the joke on them. Oh, goodness. <laughs> All right, so that's the difference between demons and daemons. I guess daemons are the good ones and demons are the bad ones, but what is your definition of good in this diabolarchy that we're creating? I think daemons are just higher-ranked angels. That's what I thought, too, but that's the only thing I found written on the internet. Demons are the little skittery things that, like, do weird things on the ground. I don't don't fucking know. They, like, trip you? 
Make but eyelashes like fall into your eyes. The little demons. lashes. The little demons are closer to us. They're not as heavy. Yeah. That's what I think too. I think demons are like the big ones. The big ones. Uh, like Beelzebub and Lucifer, Leviathan. I talked to Leviathan. Well, I think they have Leviathan has to do with time. Leviathan is a dragon. I know. Because you had me talk to him when we talked about dragons in our dragon podcast. Mm-hmm. You're like, what do you know about Leviathan? And I literally forgot about all of that until I started researching this. And I was like, oh, I know you. <laughs> yeah, because people are afraid of dragons. Is Lucifer standing next to me? No, that's Satan. Why the fuck is Satan here? I don't have time for this today. I'm going to poop your pants. I did not put on my my clinical strength stress sweating deodorant. He looks way different from Lucifer. Lucifer. Oh, we have talked to Lucifer. Lucifer is the one with the golden hair. And Beelzebub is the one that is not with the golden hair. He has dark hair and he's like Sam Smith. <laughs> but like, and What dark. does Satan look like to you? Satan has brown hair, mm. but he's very heavy. He literally oh, sounds like. I think he like, looks like Orochimaru. <laughs> like snake like. He's a, mm. a snake sage. Sorry. That's funny. Fun of things in my head. <laughs> yeah. They all dress very impeccably, at least when I see them. I like their sense of style. Anyways, so next for our diabolarchy that you guys are making to figure out whoever you want to put first is a succubus or an incubus. And these are sexual demons. Uh, joke implied. Lilith is sometimes referred to as a demon, and apparently she and Samuel, S-A-M-A-E-L, are the mother and father of the incubi and succubi. They had, like, sexy time, and then they're like, go, my children have sex with other people. Mm-hmm. And that's how you have succubus and incubus. Then you have something called a cambion, and a cambion is like a demigod. So put that into perspective, but a demon demigod. So cambions are the offspring of of a succubus and or incubus with a human. So they're the demon offspring of a human and a demon, which is cool. Maybe you're a cambion. No, I am a demon because I sold my soul to Beelzebub. For SpaghettiOs? You have to have a soul if you're a human. That's why you fell from the sky because you don't have a soul. (laughs) That's why you have red hair. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we did do this wrong. Maybe I'm supposed to be talking to the demons. I mean, I would have preferred to versus mermaids, so. I don't know. It's easier for me to talk to mermaids. Well, I know, but I would have rather researched demons instead of mermaids because researching mermaids is quite boring. Uh, well, mm-hmm. we can uh, do a part two and you can do something different with demons if you'd like and if the people would Are like. you actually going to talk to them? Or are you going to quiver in the corner? I'm not quivering. I'm just annoyed. <laughs> yeah, the demon that I was talking to was making fun of her <laughs> Cause I'm like, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna focus real hard on you, and he was like, mocking you because <laughs> you didn't want to continue talking about it. Uh, yeah. Next, like, we're moving on to imps. So imps originate from Germanic lore, and an imp is a small, lesser demon. Unlike in Christian folklore, demons in the Germanic legends actually weren't evil. Oftentimes, they're portrayed as mischievous rather than demonic. And some of them even act as attendants to gods. So like in Hercules, the Disney movie, the little tiny gargoyles, those are actually imps. And they're uh, the imps for Hades. Yeah, Hades has a little yellow guy who goes, wah, 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 wah. you know? Yeah, I remember we talked to him. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. Because Hades, I guess, is associated to me in some way when we did the god thing. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that too. How do you forget all of <laughs> 
It's literally recorded for the internet. I don't know. I just didn't <laughs> think You're about the it. one that told me. <laughs> I did. No, it's coming back to me now. You just have to remind me. I have to like jog my memory. Now we have uh, familiars. Now, AKA familiar spirits are supernatural entities that would assist witches and cunning folk in their practice of magic. Now there's a difference in familiars. There's mischievous familiars or the demon, like demonic familiars, and then familiars that are good. And that all has to do with who they work for, which is- So what makes them a familiar? That they attend or help a witch or cunning folk. But don't they have to be physical? They didn't talk about that. And if they did, I didn't read it. I assume that they are physical or they have a physical manifestation is what they're saying. Mm, Got you. So they don't actually have to be physical, but they can manifest in something physical. Yeah, because I'm surprised at how physical witches are because they do metaphysical things. But when I researched familiars, they said that they're physical being. Ah, interesting. Yeah, no, there's like some little male presenting thing that's telling me that because mm-hmm. uh you were i asked you about someone on tiktok and they're familiar because they talk about it and you were just saying that they the familiar shows up in that type of animal oh yeah it was foxes mm. that's cool <laughs> you're the one who said it, it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> forget things i'm talking to other like, things wow that's cool i wonder who said that you <laughs> you told me that. <laughs> All right. So the way in which a familiar is deemed good or bad is based on who they work for. So if they work for a witch, then they're bad. If they work for cunning folk, which... What's the difference? <laughs> so the difference is witches are malevolent while the other ones, cunning folk, are supposed to be benevolent. So cunning folk are like herbal medicine people. They're the people that didn't piss off the villagers for whatever reason. They were ugly enough and like lived not so seclusively that people thought that they were approachable. And they're like, oh, the herbal medicine that you gave me to help my child survive malaria. Uh, There's literally no difference between one people, one, the cunning folk are the ones that people like and witches are the ones people don't like. It's whether or not a 13-year-old girl decided to say that you, like, wanted to have a Sabbath with the devil in the woods, and then someone else was like, you gave me cookies. It's it's just a difference of You're making a bird appear out of nowhere. You're a witch. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We learned that in Salem. Yeah, we went to Salem. Which is wild. It was a fun time. We uh, recorded a podcast on it. Go watch it. I did not know that for the witch trials, it all started with like literally 11 to 12 year old girls. Can we just have like a tangent about that for a second? That girls are the worst. I mean, it, well, it started because of a dude. Who? I mean, I don't know. What dude? (laughs) I don't know. But people asked us and we, you told me that a dude started it. Well, the actual like off with your head, witch type thing. Oh, well, yeah, that was the. That's what I mean. Jeff or Gregory something? Greg, yeah. G- no, not Giles. Corey. Mm-hmm. George Cor, Cor, Corey. George Corey. <laughs> Sorry. He's the one that haunts the the one hotel place that used to be his house. Yeah. Yeah. But it actually started with, he's the one that just went along with it because he was a power hungry dude. But the ones that started it were 12 to 13 year old girls that were like, this lady said that I'm a bad person and I don't like her. So she talked to the devil, mommy. She's a witch. And then Giles, or the George Corwin guy was like, she is a witch off with her head. Burn her. 
Yeah. The off with your head part happened because of dudes. <laughs> yeah. But the girl started it. Well, maybe they actually believed it. Which is stupid. If a 13-year-old girl came up to you and was like, did you know that little Sally told me that her nanny is a witch? And you'd be like, but what? If your father told you to stay away from witches since you were a child, wouldn't you believe that still when you were like 12 or 13? Yeah, but they started the rumors of the older adults. It's yeah. not like there was a reason. They just ma- they literally just shit talked and killed hundreds of people. It just really sums up 12 to 13 year old girls. That's okay. Why I want a boy <laughs> who isn't like You're gonna George Corwin. Yeah, I'll have one. And I'll tell what her. What if they're all girls? As soon as she comes out the womb, right I'll be now. like, if you start, start if you start shit talking about witches, we're going to have problems. And Straight Liv's going to be a witch. <laughs> if you want to join Patreon, she said that she's going to become a green witch, but I don't believe her. Bet. Yeah. It. Sorry. <laughs> Her it's gonna uh, be husband a- doesn't like when people say bet and bussin. So. Yeah, he doesn't like the new Gen X. So now I can't stop. Lingo. It's going to be a cringe experience. If you want to follow along uh, on uh, my cringe. cringge experience, join Patreon as watch me become a, a cringe green witch. Because <laughs> I'm not going to be a good green witch. I'm going to be a cringe green witch. Let's I don't even real. think Liv knows what a green witch is. So Yeah, a green witch is somebody that does things with plants. And don't fucking uh-huh. talk. To my asshole plant she in the has corner. She a plant in here that literally sucks the, the happiness out of the room because it's that sad. He's a dick. He's, he's not like angry, sad. Like he's not like no, anymore. No. He's like. Mm. I know. Because he's a dick. He needs to just be able to be his own person and not live with George. And he'll be fine. George is literally Clearly right not. There. Look at that thing. He'll be fine. I don't need to be a medium to tell you that thing's sad. <laughs> All he does is whine, and I'm like, stop whining. And he's, no, I'm not. I'm just going to keep I whining. Hate you. Literally. So that's why I'm just like, you can just stay over there in the corner and die slowly. <laughs> nah, he'll be fine. We'll take she, care She's going to be a green witch. So next we have a Druda or Druden, and those are uh, from Germanic lore as well. So it's. It's like dude, but with a an R-U. It's like D-Rude or D-Rudin. So Druda or Druden. And uh, it's a malevolent nighttime spirit associated with nightmares. You're welcome. And it mostly comes from southern Germany. So only the southern Germans like the Druden. Do demons give you nightmares? Sometimes. Yeah, of course. I literally had that one demon in my nightmare. That was like a weird thing that... We thought I astral projected instead of waking up in a dream. We? No, you told me you astral projected. <laughs> Anyways. so we. Oh, I also want to talk about this. So the Druda are interesting because I think Druden, it could be multiple Druda, but also uh, they have in Southern Germany, you basically make like a pentagram and you like put that on like fog on your windows and it's like a dream catcher to keep the Druden out. Mm-hmm. So to keep the demons out, you draw this thing that looks like a pentagram and it's supposed to keep the nighttime demons away from your house. Yeah, because I think pentagrams have to be a certain direction. Mm, I didn't look about the directionality of it. I just figured that when it's like... Yeah, because oh, pentacles on like tarot cards. Sorry, pentacles makes me think of like tentacles. <laughs> it's just funny. Continue. 
Well, pentacles look like pentagrams, but they're good luck. Ah, got it. I -hmm. thought it was because they, never mind, I'm not going to say that on the podcast. So there's also uh, other types of demons that are liar and mischievous demons. There's also demons who attack saints. Uh, Those, I think, are just small dogs. Uh, And then there's also demons who induce old women to attend witches' Sabbaths, which for me just means a girl's night out. So those are like the ones from Salem, the Salem witch trials, where like little Sally Susie was like, she went out to the woods and I saw her having a good time. If that was a Sabbath, she wrote in a book her name and sold her soul to the devil for a box of Cheerios. Yeah, like on Sabrina, the teenage witch, on your, I think it's your 18th birthday or some shit, or maybe it's your 16th birthday. Sweet 16. You have a fun bar mitzvah in the middle of the woods on a blood moon. I think and then you got to sign your name into the weird book with blood. I think if you're a girl, it's a bat mitzvah. Oh, whatever. You know what I'm talking about. Not Jewish. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I've had Jewish friends. Um, So, yeah, it's just a girl's night out. But I guess these specific demons are the ones that are. And it's only old women. I looked everywhere and it's not like young women. Young women don't get hip and jiggy with the with the witches. You got to do it when you're 16. You got to sign the book. We're 18. I don't remember because dyslexia. (laughs) And if you're Sabrina, you do it when you're young. So do it. They got that idea from somewhere. I don't know, but there's apparently, I, I like to call them party demons because they're just like, like let's go have a party. We should have a book that we sign our name in. It could be our, our Patreon shout outs at the end of the video. If you sign your name here in blood, you're going to sell your soul to the demon and now you have witchcraft or something. That's how it works. <laughs> I want to be able to shoot lasers out of my eyes. If a demon can't let me shoot lasers out of my eyes, they can't get my soul. Yeah, you got to write your name in there. You got to sign the contract. I want to see proof that I can shoot lasers out of my eyes first. No, they have to abide by the legally binding contract. Demons are bound by those things. That's why you can sell your soul to the demons. So they're actually not fallen angels. They're just lawyers. Doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) All the lawyers immediately clicked off. (laughs) So this is where I just kind of like gave up on everything because everything was so much just contradictory of one thing versus the other and it's just like if i think this way then i don't want to think the other way and it just was annoying uh other religions seem to clash big 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 surprise and one religion will actually make the gods of another religion demons in their religion so it gets confusing so learning about demons is like trying to choose a flavor at an ice cream shop i mean you said the same thing about fairies what did i say about fairies since you it's hard to research them. <laughs> oh, yeah, Literally yeah, yeah. the first 30 minutes of that podcast was you talking about the word fairy mm-hmm. and how they're all demons. <laughs> a lot of people think that so, fairies are demons. I don't think it's just a demon thing, you know? I guess so. It's just annoying because someone's like, your deity doesn't, isn't my deity, so I'm going to make them a demon in my religion. And then if you go into like manifesting things then technically there could be a light and dark aspect of everything because people have created them. Mm-hmm. So it's almost like demons aren't evil. Weird. Weird. <laughs> <laughs> so that was what I wanted to say because I put my hypothesis. Your my hypothesis. hypothesis is that uh, demons can be whatever they want and there's no way, good or bad, no pun intended, pun intended, uh, to classify them unless you just want to figure out a way to classify them. M thinks that 
the best way to classify them was by what? Angel ranks. Ah, uh, ah, uh, ah. Uh, I think everything is just angels. Tell me I'm wrong. We're the same being. We should all have the same classifications. <laughs> it has to deal with vibrational frequency, but that's just my science brain. I would probably classify them on how they feel clairaudiently and clairsentiently like the vibration which they come from like fucking satan standing right over here literally feels like the base of a car in the hood like Mm -hmm. when it comes by it's like and like every single freaking window in that little tiny car that's like "Er, er, er, er," with like the tires that go up and down that's literally what his energy feels like and i'm like that feels chaotically large because people talk about him the most Mm, that's true. So, sense. what I told you in the video, because I was, as you could tell, butthurt that I couldn't research demons. Um, we'll do a part two. You can research demons in the yeah, way but that you, you want. Yeah, but you won't talk to the demons. I'll talk to sad. the demons. <laughs> so. You just can't come at me with like, I don't know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Nothing matters. Nothing matters because someone's demon could be another person's God. So it doesn't freaking matter. Yeah, Everything doesn't like- matter. It's almost like there's light beings and dark beings. Weird. Sorry. (laughs) So there is this demon that I've been talking to that I don't necessarily know who he is. But the way he appears to me is his skin is the color black. And he has this like misty fog that comes off of him. And if you know what liquid nitrogen looks like when you put it in room temperature air it has that milky fog that falls directly to the ground so that's why he looks like except this fog is black and it falls down into the ground and the way in which he sounds he sounds like when he speaks he has like that deep mufasa type of voice however it sounds like it falls to the floor as well which is when you told me you believe that the words create the demons. Things that people say create ideas surrounding demons, which is why his voice falls to the ground. Yeah. So he also has different colored eyes. His eyes aren't black, but he says that's the only way that he can give me weird color things. And I made a joke that it's because he's a rave demon. And I was like, well, I'm clairaudience, so it's not actually looks like that. So... <laughs> rave demon sorry but you told me he was the guy that has the knowledge of hell because since they're so far down they don't have access to the akashic records so everything is kind of spoken and i see him he has like words that are written on his body and things like that mm-hmm. um but what i talk about is demons are not necessarily like bad, evil, all these things that people like to use to separate us. Demons are just the other half. They're the balance of things. So separation is an illusion. We have dark aspects and light aspects. So demons are just the heavier aspects of things. They are there for a specific purpose. They do specific things. So us as human beings, we're on a lower dimensional plane. So the third dimension is heavier than generally where we come from. And that being said, we have these demons, so to speak, that come into this world and help us experience and help us go through the harder parts of our lives. So the 
sad feelings, the angry feelings, they help explain it. They help show us those things. And it's not a bad, evil thing. It's something that we experience and we sign up for as light beings. Because having the balance between the darkness and the lightness is the reason why we're here. So the way that I see demons... There are ones that, like I said, are closer to us and their vibration isn't as low. And those are the ones that you would see every day. The Um, skittery ones. Yeah. So those are the ones that are generally with people when they're having a hard time. And it's not a bad thing. Again, it's just something that happens. They literally help you work through those emotions. They do it in a demon type of way. However, (laughs) it does the same thing. Now, there are much heavier demons, which would be these like daemon type of creatures, but there's also things that I feel like are in between that. And those are the ones that have a very low vibrational pool. So we talk about the Devil's Rocking Chair and Annabelle. They are very, very heavy. So they have almost like created this port key if you've ever watched harry potter it's the thing that transports them or brings them up here because they're so heavy it's hard for them to manifest in this existence so they need to get energy from someplace and that also falls into these like little things but they don't need as much energy to exist on the physical plane than these really heavy entities So that's why we talk about demons being kind of like gases. They need a fuel source in order for them to exist here, which is why they like are monsters inc. And they have scare pods of fuel energy. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because our plane of existence physically is a lot higher in vibrational frequency than the place in which you would have demons reside. That's a very low frequency plane of existence if you want to talk about it like that. And then like angels and Heaven and Akashic records are higher vibration frequency than where we exist. So if that helps you sort of visualize what Emma is saying of the little ones that cause you bad days and give you like eyelashes in your eyes. Inconveniences. (laughs) Yes, inconveniences or whatever are there to teach you lessons. And we can talk more about that. But vibrationally, just like gases, they're unstable. So there can be heavier gases but gases either need energy to go into them to bring them to a different state or frequency of matter, or they need to have less energy. But either way, depending well, on that's where- not what I'm necessarily talking about, because they're when they're where they exist, they're not necessarily a gas, but because they have to raise their vibration and rise, it's like if you took water and made it into a cloud. But for like all of the science people out there, you I know can that's have, what I'm saying. <laughs> I know, but there's more than solid liquid gas and plasma. And even if you're talking about gases, because I still think gases are a really good way to talk about demons, you can have gases that sit on other gases, just like the gas that you're talking about, liquid nitrogen, when it meets room temperature air, that's a gas, but it sits well, yeah. on top of everything. That sort of gasish state is going to be what's way down below it's heavy it sits down there but the more energy you put into it the higher frequency it can be does that make sense kind of because that's the way they're showing it to me is gases really are a good way to give them to conceptualize them so the things like the devil's rocking chair they would still be a gas that's heavy 
Yeah, they would be a solid from where they come from, mm-hmm. but they evaporate when they come here, which is why they need energy in order to sustain themselves because they'll fall down. Mm-hmm. Um, which is why I usually see these bigger, heavy entities that are associated with objects because the objects are like their port key, or if you imagine them like crawling out of hell, it's their handhold to pull themselves out of the heavy place. Mm-hmm. But it's also not a lot of them that's coming here. It's only a piece of them well, yeah. in that handheld. They're showing me like um, like lava lamps, you know? You can have lava lamps and the like colored stuff can blop up, like blue blop up. But the smaller the piece of it is, the farther it'll go up in the media or the mixture in the lava lamp. And the bigger the blue blop is, the lower it'll still go up, but then fall again. Yeah. Yeah. I just want to yes. help people with... I'm not as smart as you when it comes to just understanding what people say. You're the one that gave me the gas idea. (laughs) So I have to explain it overly obnoxiously to the people that I feel like are like me that struggle with visualizing things, especially with not being like shown something just podcast wise. So, Mm -hmm. yeah. So how is it since people are probably like demons can't be good? How is it that they're causing me a bad day? Either. I know, but we like to say that demons teach people lessons, right? Uh And if they're teaching you a lesson, that's actually helpful. Okay. How would you explain that the inconvenient demons are actually helpful in teaching you a lesson in a good way by ruining your day? (laughs) Because you chose to be a human being here. So you chose to balance yourself. So the way in which you do that is through the dark aspects of existence. So the dark aspects of existence come from these dark entities. Make sense? Uh Because if we have this harsh separation, us as an existence, as a collective existence, would not be able to sustain ourselves. We would separate off. So we need the balance in between. Yeah. But most normal people are like, why are the bad things happening to me? And how could you say that something like that is good? That doesn't make any sense. It's not good either. I think it is good, though, because the stupid things that are happening in your life that make life suck are there to help you teach, like teach you things. So whether it's like your car got a flat tire or just it literally just whatever dumb little things that are happening, there's a leaky sink, something stupid like that. And you think that it's a bad energy or a demon attachment because so many people email us and talk to us about, I think I have a demon attachment because I have really bad luck. Probably because you have to learn some things. And I know that's sound shitty, but those things are there to help teach you lessons. And if you, instead of play into them, which is why they're there to get energy from you and just recognize, hey, this thing's messing with me. It doesn't matter what it looks like, who it is or why it's there, but what lesson is it trying to teach me? And once you learn that lesson, it'll go away. It's there. It's like a checkpoint type thing. If you want to look at it from like a video game type standpoint. So, yep. But I don't think it's good or bad. It just is because it needs to be balanced. I think it's there to teach you something good because you have to. But it could also be bad. It is both and none of them. Separation is an illusion. (laughs) You're really going to challenge me today. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what do you think each demon deals with? Since according to this one person's thing, uh, I want you to talk to the seven Desmonds <laughs> and ask them what their sin is. Is Lucifer really pride? And if you say what he's saying of it doesn't matter, you can choose what you want. That's not an answer. <laughs> well, 
Well, no, he's telling me different things about humanity. Mm hmm. Because according to John Wycliffe's Lantern Light of Light classification, Lucifer deals with pride. I just want to know what you think. I just think that's their perception of him. I think he does other things. He deals with the relationships people have with each other and themselves. Mm-hmm. The uh, negative aspects of them. They show me he's like Athena from Greek mythology. I don't know what that means. Athena is the goddess of war and architecture. So like creating things, but as well as communication between people to build and destroy things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Beelzebub, 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 however you want to say it. Is he the actual demon of envy? He talks weird. I know. I really like him. He's my favorite. He's like Magnus Bane from the Immortal Instrument books, if anyone's ever read those. He just keeps showing me like, wildfire or infection moving through things okay like gossip or like other things that spread in a negative fashion Mm -hmm. he deals with like groups of people Mm -hmm. and he always wears black and red which i think is interesting because you're like he's like fire (laughs) (laughs) he always wears a black three-piece suit and he's wearing black and red at all points just sounds like bakugo Japanese Bakugo. <laughs> yeah, he has a really deep voice. It's great. So I like, can perceive him because he's just in a shadow. Now, who, uh, what does Satan deal with or Sathanas? Uh, apparently, according to John Wycliffe, he deals with wrath. So like being angry. Is he like Hades? No. <laughs> he's telling me he deals with sin. So in religion class, they talk about something called the original sin. So it's when you are knowingly doing something against the order of God, so to speak. So when people knowingly do bad things, is what he does, which is why he has a lot of energy and has a lot of people that have spoken things around him. He has a lot of kinetic energy. Mm -hmm. Like those little pops that you give off when you're trying to protect yourself. Yeah, it's literally someone actively doing something bad and knowing it's bad sin stealing a cookie out of the cookie jar but what is his actual name because i feel like satan is a place sathanas sathanas that's way better than satan god damn yeah people just don't want to pronounce his names is he also the demon of people that don't want to learn how to say people's names sorry nas (laughs) satan (laughs) well he's like people don't think i'm satan most people think something else which is why when you talk about satan there's multiple things that happen because mm. i still see this big cloud of dark circle energy that comes through the middle of your house but that's not the same being that i'm talking to that is this z named being <laughs> you know what i'm talking about <laughs> the person standing behind you is different than the cloud in the middle of the room oh we yeah we should talk about zozo is that what people say? That's not Zozo. Oh, I thought it was. No. Interesting. Literally, last Monday, I told you to dock to Satan, and I told you a big cloud of blackness came from the ground, and it sounded like fossil tongue or talking in tongues, and you said the similar thing. Oh, yeah, because when I think about <laughs> Satan, well, okay. <sighs> this, whatever you said with a Z, this being's very different than that. Interesting. Because people have an idea of what Satan is and it's not the same guy. Yeah. When I think about Satan or Sathanas, I see like 
dude person who's wearing a gray suit (laughs) and is talking about what you're talking about, like knowing that you're doing something wrong when you do it and still doing it. But then when you talk about Satan, like the place, there's a different demon for the place. And that's the one that talks backwards and looks like the thing from uh, Jujutsu Kaisen, which is the nature spirit. So I think there's a difference between Sathana's Satan and Satan, Satan of like nature and it's a place. Yeah, because people think Satan is a demon because they don't think it's a place. Interesting. I yeah. got that from the internet where people are like, you're talking to Satan. And people are like, if you read the Bible, Satan isn't a being, it's a place. <laughs> uh, well, I think the being that talks backward and looks like nature is the one that's associated with the place, Satan. Yeah. Okay. What people think the demon with the weird hoof feet are. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I want to be a little Satan. Satan demon that has little cloven hooves and I want to absolutely rock it out of an old Talk woman's backwards. house. Yes. It's like when yeah. SpongeBob talks backwards, like when he goes back. <laughs> but yeah, that's like one of those things that people give so much energy to, which is why it just like blows through things. And I don't feel like it's a controlled energy. It's kind of like an obscurious from Harry Potter that when it unleashes things, it just like bounces off of everything and destroys things. That's interesting. Okay, the next one is the fourth one. Uh, Abaddon or Abaddon. Uh, apparently he's the demon of sloth. So being lazy. There's a lot of green. It's Makes like sense. physical restrictions. Yeah. It creates physical restrictions. Yes. And he's like, it's funny because I don't have to do much. People just think that they can't do anything when they hit a wall. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, why aren't you red if your restrictions green doesn't mean it's restrictive? And he's like, well, people do it for me. So all I have to do is put a physical wall in front of them. And they're like, oh, it's impossible. And they go the other way. <laughs> Executive dysfunction. <laughs> so that's why he's green. Yeah. But he's not very heavy. He's heavy because he's a demon, but he's not like soul sucking. Yeah. He's not super horrible. I think that's funny because they were sloth makes me think about like actual sloths, which is where sloths get their name from. Okay. Because when people figured out that these things move really slowly in the trees, they're like, that's, that's sloth. They're so lazy. They don't do anything. And, uh, sloths grow moss. So he showed me the moss growing on a sloth. And then you're like, I think he's associated with the color green. And I was like, I love the ways in which they pick things from our brains to use them. (laughs) Also, fun fact, just to to smooch it on over into this thing that has nothing to do with demons, I learned the other day that free shavakadu, avocados, guacamoles, if you will, the reason that they proliferated was because of giant... rude. Haven't you been hearing her phone go off all this podcast? Because (laughs) giant sloths in like South America and stuff like that. In the prehistoric era. In the prehistoric era when giant sloths existed. Mm -hmm. The reason we have so many free shavakadus and guacamoles nowadays is because literally these hundred ton pound, well, hundred pound to ton things only ate avocados. Oh, I'm not sure what you're talking about. Giant shavakadu is. You should know what (laughs) free shavakadu is. You don't know what Dante's Inferno is. I don't know what shavakadu is. Okay. So there's a, you remember, uh, I can't remember what it's called. 
Yeah. It's Let's play the TikTok. member the remember game. It, I'll win. <laughs> it fun it fu- it like funnels underneath the same uh, like intelligence of I'm old Greg. It's one of those things. I have no idea. It's like an old style meme. This girl's outside in her car and there's a sign on like Moe's or something. And instead of saying fresh avocado, it says free Shavakadu because all of the letters are missing and it's a giant meme. They're like, we got free Shavakadu. Okay. Instead of that has to do with avocados. Yes, because you make guacamole out of fresh avocados, but the sign didn't have enough letters to spell fresh avocados, so it said okay. free shavacado, and it's hilarious. So the only time you talk about guacamole is by saying that you have free shavacado. And I'm just saying that the reason we have free shavacado today is because giant ton-sized creatures only ate avocados. And now we have Whole Foods. So just thank the giant sloths for your free shavakadu. That's what I'm trying to say. Because we're talking about Abaddon. Do you know panda bears eat fucking bamboo, but it's not a appropriate diet for them? That sounds like a very panda move. (laughs) (laughs) Doesn't want to exist. (laughs) But still does. Anyways, the next one is the sixth demon, and this is Belphegor. Belphegor. B E L P H E G O R. Is he lost? No, he's gluttony. Hmm. According to John Wycliffe of the Lantern of Light classification of demons. He's gluttony. Apparently. He's like, I guess it could make sense. He deals with love. Like, um. A love of food? He shows me like pink. Like Free do. <laughs> yeah that's why he's like it can make sense because <laughs> people have weird addictions to things so he deals with addiction um which would be a form of gluttony but that's why i thought lust first because he shows me people being like obsessed with things mm. in a pink type of manner he's well, like pink if- isn't the right color but this will make sense to you <laughs> well maybe it's because people don't have love that they decide to eat food too well yeah which makes me they feel still sad. have it. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> next one is the seventh one. And this is, as you say, Amadeus, Amadeus. But I say Asmodeus. And he is supposed to deal with lust. What do you think? He tells me he deals with the perceptions of things. The perceptions of what people are versus what they actually are. Ah, uh, makes sense. It's probably why it's lust. Yeah, he's telling me about people's masks. He's like, I help with the masks, but also... I don't allow people to see through the mask. So, you know, those dick holes that are like. <laughs> I, when you said dick holes, I like literally just picture like an actual dick hole. <laughs> You're welcome. You can't say that to me. Continue. Those people that like you can be this happy customer service person and people think it's real. Oh, the mask. Yeah. Yeah, it's the people that have the perception that the mask is real. Mm. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And it also deals with the people who make masks. Yeah. It's like, oh, two-faced. Oh, okay. He's yeah. like the laughing, Two-faced. crying face. That's a for good like one. theater. <laughs> He's a Gemini. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. All mm-hmm. the Geminis. They're like, I now have a deity. His name is Amadeus Amadeus. <laughs> That's what I would do if I was a Gemini. I'd immediately go out and be like, shrines? What are these? I'm going to make one. And sell your not soul to him? For a can of SpaghettiOs. Yep. Maybe you already sold it. That's why you came here without one. 
Oh, theories. Yeah. Okay. If you're a ginger listening to this right now, what seven of the demons do you think is your your deity? (laughs) Also, there's more than seven. (laughs) Who who did you sell your soul to in order to become a ginger in this life? What do you think? Who do you think I sold my soul to, to be a ginger in this life? Santa. Satan. I was going to say the same thing. What was the demon for Santa? Krampus or something? Oh, Krampus. Yeah, him. <laughs> Talk to him since you're so whatever about Santa. I love, what do you mean whatever? A fangirl, you mean? Talk to Krumpus. A believer in Santa Claus? Krumpus, talk to him. We're talking Krumpus. about demons, not Santa. Krumpus, Krumpus. He, he just laughs. He's like, <laughs> it's really funny. Is he hairy? Yes. <laughs> Does he look like an abominable snowman, but really skinny and not anything else uh-huh. <laughs> other than being white and furry? Yeah. He's making demon goat feet jokes. Wow. Like, uh, scary feet, scary feet, scary feet, roar! But they're like tiny goat feet. <laughs> what does he deal with? He's one of the nighttime demons. He's one of the Druden or Druda. For what? Does he give Specifically for Christmas. He's like, I am a nightmare. <laughs> I am a nightmare. I am Batman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's like, I go around one night of the year and I fuck with kids. They just gave me a cool name. He's like, I'm one of the the demons of the Druda, <laughs> which is great. I like him. He's funny. He's trying to be scary, and I'm like, you're not scary. You're funny. I want your feet tippy tap toes to step on Legos. <laughs> I'm a nightmare. He says he likes soup. Better leave some soup out for Christmas. You gotta leave out soup for Krampus. <laughs> no cookies, only soup. It's like a stew or something, but it has like, he says there's one version that has like a beef broth that's like a stew. And then there's another version that has like a tomato based broth, but both of them have like this meat that tastes almost like veal or venison. Disgusting. Yeah. You gotta leave out soup for him. Instead of cookies, just leave out soup. But don't tell Bradley why. <laughs> soup for Krampus. We gotta leave soup out for Krampus. And he's gonna be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and then your cat will eat it. She would be very happy about it. She's been licking your the butter the cookies. off of the uh, off of the counter because we well, I leave the butter out. the butter out. I need a butter cloche and I haven't had time to get one. So now you're using cat mouth butter. No, I, I move the butter off the mouth part that she ate. It's fine. How do you know how much she ate? Because you can see the indent of her chin in the butter. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't eat that. I would have thrown the whole thing out. <laughs> it's hilarious. I'm also a trash panda, though. If that butter fell on the floor, I would still eat it. I also don't know why you leave your butter out. So that it's soft. So Gotta that when I have it. to eat it. No, butter actually is something that you don't have to refrigerate. So is bacon. Once bacon's cooked, you don't have to refrigerate it. Just get margarine spreadable. Can't believe it's not butter. I know, but Sponsorous. I like real butter. I used to only have margarine and then I tasted real butter and I was like, this is what eternal life tastes like. It's the elixir. I don't like butter. Ask Julia Childs. Can't spread it. I hate it. <laughs> is butt cheeks one word or is two? It, <laughs> is I there spread a, them apart for you? Is there a demon for unspreadable butter? Because I feel like there should be. A little old lady. She laughs maniacally. <laughs> it's 11-11. Make a wish. Sorry. <laughs> 
Okay, I have to find a really good uh, dad joke from all of you lovely people that have left us dad jokes and reviews on Apple Podcasts, because if you feel so inclined, please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you like listening to things like this. I just want you to know that our last podcast was called Spiritual Protection and Demon Flavored Ice Cream. You're welcome. Yeah, I don't remember why. (laughs) I'm really glad you don't. (laughs) <laughs> I don't even know what I think one you posted. So there's that that you need to make a podcast instead of just researching demons. I want you to tell me about all about Dante's Inferno. I need you to teach it to me, and I also need you to tell me about all seven circles of hell. There's more than seven. Nine circles of hell. <laughs> well, the first couple. I'm pretty sure I've also explained half of this to you already, and you still don't know what it is. So the first circle, you have the, I think it's people that have wrath and it's protected by a minotaur, which is like half bull, half person. And the minotaur guards the gates of hell. Then when you get into hell, there's a big blood moat. It's a moat filled with blood and they put the people in there and the more sinful you are, the more you are shoved down into this blood river. However, the river is boiling and you have centaurs on the banks of the river that if you step out even a little bit, even an inch, they shoot you with arrows. So you have to, whatever your sins in this boiling blood river, and if you sin more, you're deeper in the river. I made a video game about it. And then the next one is a forest. And you told me all about the hot water and I told you that I was going to sell tea and you were like you can't have people flavored tea you mean you have no idea what dante's inferno is well you told me that it was hot water you said it was a red river of hot water and i was like and And then after down there you said that i was like it's blood (laughs) and you continue to be like i'm gonna make tea out of it yes and i'm like it's blood (laughs) yeah the next ring of hell is the forest where if you end your life you become a tree and the harpies pick things off of you so those are the two that i remember what are you looking for a dad joke yeah i like this one it's a good one mm-hmm. so uh in one of our future podcasts em's gonna tell me all about dante's inferno and the seven circles or nine circles of how however many they are i'm gonna probably get confused because dyslexia and counting i'm really bad at numbers but this is from jj caputo JJ Caputo says these ladies rock and I hope it's like like Spongebob what is that called Goofy Goober rock yeah you know what I'm saying no (laughs) but uh thank you so much for your five-star review we appreciate you JJ Caputo on September 28th of this year and they said here's my dad joke what do you call a ghost fart beautiful a ghost fart is beautiful yeah all i can think of as puns for ghosts <laughs> <laughs> okay bootylicious that one's pretty good too <laughs> so what do you call a ghost fart booty music that's actually pretty good too <laughs> a spirit bomb it says lol in honor it. of all of the anime references it's a spirit bomb Razangan. yes exactly <laughs> so don't get it <laughs> So a ghost fart is called a spirit bomb. You're welcome. But if you'd like to have content 
like this and more of it, as well as talking to us on our Discord server, you can join Patreon. But thank you to all of our lovely patrons and our people that are not patrons because we understand that sometimes you can't be patrons and that's fine too. We still love you. Because of you, we were able to do all of this and talk about demons while my dog literally sleeps upside down, spread eagle, like she was always meant to. You got anything else to say? No. Uh, say bye to Satan. Everyone say, bye, Satan. Hail, Satan. We are your meta sidekicks. Hail, Satan. <laughs>